Welcome to BizTech, the podcast about business and technology. I am Nick Colantonio and today I will talk about the dark web. Everyone has interests and hobbies. In some cases, people are actually able to practice them. In others, they simply keep their curiosity and just want to know more and more about it. I'm in the second category for two topics that have always caught my interest. The first one is the dark web and the other one is hacking. Now, let me immediately clarify something for you. I'm not hacking your computer while you're listening to this episode. The dark web or the deep web is represented by a part of the World Wide Web that we know whose contents are not indexed by standard search engines like Google, Yahoo, Bing. Basically, they won't just turn up. The term dark deep web appeared for the first time in 2009 when these not indexed websites became known especially for the illegal activities that were happening there from hiring hackers to buy drugs and weapons. But that's not entirely true, as it is important to make a distinction between deep and dark web. Let's start with the deep web. The deep web is the place where some content is accessible but is not indexed, like forums or private databases. You can access the surface web page, but to go through you need some sort of permission. The dark web is instead accessible only with specific tools like softwares and content is not indexed and ensure anonymity. Now, as for June 2015, Google indexed around 14.5 billion pages. And uh, we should note that the World Wide Web that we know only represents 4% of all the internet. This means that Again, using the 2015 data, the non-indexed pages are about 362.5 billion. But what is the most interesting side of the internet? Now, if you are moved by human nature and by the curiosity of the unknown, you're most likely to answer the dark web. The first question is how to access the dark web and the most popular way is by using Tor. But what is Tor? Well, to explain it, we just use the Wikipedia definition uh, that says that Tor is a free and open source software for enabling anonymous communication. The name derived from the acronym for the original software project named the Onion Router, T-O-R. Tor directs internet traffic through a free worldwide volunteer overlay network consisting of more than 7,000 relays to conceal a user's location. And usage for, from anyone conducting network surveillance or traffic analysis. Using Tor makes it more difficult to trace internet activity to the user. This includes visit, visits to websites, online posts, instant messages, and other communication forms. Tor's intended use is to protect the personal privacy for, of its users. 
as well as their freedom and ability to conduct confidential communication by keeping their internet activities unmonitored. However, it doesn't mean that once you have installed Tor, you can easily access the dark web. You will still need to be able to search for those pages that offer illegal services and products. On top of that, you should be aware that those pages change continuously and it is not easy to keep track of what is actually happening. Researchers Daniel Moore and uh, Thomas Reed of the King's College in London classified the content of uh, thousands of these pages in the dark web and found that most of these websites were used for illegal activities such as uh, drugs and finance, money laundering and uh, trading of stolen credentials, like your passwords. So, is the dark web all bad? The answer is no, because the dark web is also used by companies like the New York Times and uh, Facebook to access those countries that apply censorship on the internet. But now the question is, have I personally accessed the dark web? Well, even though I have always been tempted, I never downloaded Tor or any other tool to do it. Even though it is not legal to navigate it, I'm concerned of what I could find. Also, I don't know enough about it to navigate comfortably. From how I imagine it, hackers uh, use it uh, with such an ease that an unprepared person could be immediately tricked into being part or a victim of a scam or fraud. Yes, this could happen also in the surface web, but for some reason I feel safer. Thank you for listening to this episode of BizTech, the podcast about business and technology. Now, please remember to subscribe to this podcast, rate it with five stars and keep listening.